Welcome back to another episode of Ohm Stoked Podcast with your host, Caitlin. I am still so excited that I get to say that. I can't believe that I actually started a podcast, and I think we're on like the 12th or the 11th episode, um, and that is just crazy to me. And I am just so thankful for everyone who listens. I never usually say this, but if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please um, rate and review me on Apple Podcasts. That would very much help me um, just get seen and get discovered by new business owners or new young entrepreneurs that are looking to get knowledge on business and tips um, for Etsy and things like that in general. I know that this podcast is not only covering business stuff, but life and relationships as well. And I'm hoping that you guys are open to hearing more about that. I know that business is something that I'm very passionate about, but also I really want to help you guys grow and nurture your relationships. Um, I do have a degree in communications and I really do feel like that is something that I use on the daily. Even though I struggle with communicating with people, I know that I am able to kind of look back at what I learned in school and be like, okay, I know that I went over this in class. Like, how can I apply this to my relationships today? So if you guys enjoy this podcast, I would love to hear from you. So to start this episode off, I wanted to give you guys a little update on my life here in sunny Arizona. It is surprisingly cooling off. I am out absolutely shocked. It has been in the 60s and 70s here, although at the end of, I think, this week or next week, it is going to be getting back into the 80s, but that is honestly so much better than like 102, 105 sometimes, so I'm very thankful for the cooler weather. I actually am sitting in my bed with my heated blanket because I was sitting at my desk all day today working. Um, Somebody, unfortunately, in our office came down with COVID and um, we are all back working from home for two weeks um, to socially distance and work in a safe environment. So it has been nice, but I also just miss seeing everybody in the office and getting to sit in meeting rooms and talk face to face is always really nice. So it is still just, you know, me by myself in my room a lot of the times. And that is another reason why I can't wait to get married because I'll have Logan to come home to or he'll come home to me if I'm still working remotely. And um, we'll just be able to hang out at night every night on the weekends. So that is something that I'm or weeknights, not weekends because we do hang out on the weekends. But that is something I'm looking forward to so much. Um, And I am very excited because there are a few holiday markets actually happening right now in Arizona. So last year or the year before, I went to this thing called Junk in the Trunk, and it is here at Westworld, um, which is like a big convention center. They usually do car shows there or like horse races or tournaments. I don't really know what you call them. And um, they would take rent out like this, the entire auditorium center, whatever you want to call it. And a bunch of businesses would have little, you know, like little corners, I guess, little stations. And they would obviously just like set up all their product. And there was rows and rows and rows of this, um, 
these vendors and it was just so much fun walking through it and I actually did a YouTube video on my personal channel so if you just want to look up Caitlin McDonald you could see my whole video of that from I think it was 2019 I'm pretty sure and so I'm going to be going to that again this year so if there are any Arizona locals they are holding it at the Scottsdale Quarter and they actually rented out a storefront area because they I don't know I don't think this year they decided to rent out the huge convention center. I think because the Pinners Conference is in town. That's a whole nother topic that I'll talk a little bit about. But um, if you're interested in going to Junk in the Trunk, it is not just a bunch of junk. Trust me, it's not. It is a lot of antique vendors that come out, but there's also a ton of small businesses who have that Christmas decor and farmhouse vibes, and there's tons of t-shirts and ornaments, and it's a great place to find gifts for loved ones, and they're also doing an online market as well, so if you look them up at Junk in the Trunk on Instagram, you can find them there too, and no, I'm not sponsored by them. I wish I was, but I am absolutely so excited to go visit and shop around for Christmas gifts. Um, I'm actually spending Thanksgiving with my fiance this year, so maybe I can find a gift for his mom there just as a little like welcome, like welcoming gift, you know, hostess gift. So that is very exciting. And in terms of the Pinterest conference, that is, um, well, they call it the Pinners conference, and it's basically like Pinterest comes out and is renting Westworld, which is that convention center I was talking about, and they have like a bunch of workshops. They have small businesses that can rent out booths there, and it's it wasn't as exciting to me as Junk in the Trunk because I'm just interested in shopping. Um, I do love the DIY things that you can do, but you do have to purchase an additional ticket for that, so you would have to like get not just the general admissions you can get like a VIP tiers and then it will let you go to all the DIY crafts and there's live DIY um, crafting that you can do which is really fun and we might be going to that if we don't find any good gifts at Junk in the Trunk, but I really feel like we will. Um, Logan is pretty excited. He likes shopping for others, and he's such a good gift giver, and that's something that I really wish that I was better at. Um, it just takes a lot of intentional loving and just paying attention to when people say, oh, I would really like this, and then you're like, oh, okay, like maybe I should write that down, and he's really good at listening because I'm always saying like, oh, I want slippers I want a new blanket and things like that. So, um, yes, as Christmas is coming around the corner, I just wanted to share those two events here in Arizona. And I encourage you to look and see in your local cities if there are any COVID-friendly or COVID-appropriate um, events going on. I know that there's a lot of small businesses who are trying to get out there and still make an income this Christmas. And I know that I'm going to try to shop small if possible this Christmas because I do know that there are a lot of small businesses struggling. Um, and I would really love to encourage them. So yeah, I just encourage you to be mindful when consuming this Christmas, as always, because I know that there are a lot of, you know, unnecessary items that we tend to buy that get unused. So 
anyways. But um, for that, that is for Christmas. And um, let me think what else for the wedding. I did want to update you on the wedding. So if you are the 3% of guys that listen to this podcast, feel free to skip through. Um, For the wedding, we have actually found our photographer. It is this sweet couple um, that is in Orange County, which is where I am from. And I think they're called Hollow and Grace, and they are going to be doing our photography. I'm so excited. We had the chance to call um, the husband, and the wife was actually busy editing, of course. And he just sat and had such a nice, lengthy chat with us. We probably talked for about a half an hour, and it was just so great to get to know him a little bit better and to kind of just see where they're at and what they um, require for us in order to book them. And we're very confident in just their editing style and their ability to deliver us beautiful photos on our wedding day. Um, I knew that I wanted to go with something a little bit more warm toned because a lot of the super bright and airy photos, I just am not drawn to. I'm drawn to more like warm, bohemian, like um, kind of just like timeless photos um, that are just Well, they might not be timeless because they might be a little bit more trendy right now. (laughs) But anyways, you kind of get my point. And we also booked our videographer. So that was something Logan and I went back and forth about. We didn't really want to spend the money to invest in a videographer, but we were like, how could we get married and not have a video to look back on? Because video is such something that is so important in Logan's life. Um, He's done YouTube for almost five years now, and he absolutely loves capturing all the important moments in our life. I know that he got our proposal on video, and he's just been able to document kind of like our dating life, which has been so sweet to look back on. And so when we were looking at our budget, we were kind of like, okay, like, why don't we just take a little bit of money from the florist or the DJ and let's put it towards a videographer because that is something that we really are looking forward to. And we um, booked this girl. Her name is McKenna and she is McKenna. Um, I don't know what her Instagram handle is. Um, I don't know how to say her last name but I can link her in the description if there's any soon-to-be brides that are going to be getting married in the Southern California area. Um, She is so talented, and I'm very excited to work with her as well. One thing I have been asking all of my vendors is what are your COVID policies? So that is something that a lot of vendors haven't ever had to deal with because people don't usually cancel their weddings. Like the only reason in the past people would cancel their weddings is because they like are they're not getting married anymore. <laughs> and that's not really the case um for a lot of these brides who are having to cancel their weddings. I am actually a part of a like a May brides group and I'm getting married in June, so I figured it was close enough. And all these May brides even for 2021 are freaking out thinking that they're going to have to cancel their weddings. So I was like, "Oh my goodness, like I don't I didn't even cross my mind that I would potentially have to reschedule." I was like, "June is so far away and I am sure that we are going to be fine. So um, just checking with all my vendors and asking what their policies are and they are all saying that they're going to be very flexible in um, how we, um, if we have to reschedule. I know even our um, 
venue has mentioned that if anything happens, they will allow us to reschedule everything to a different date, which is great because I know that that is something that I would be worried about as a bride. And I know that there's a lot of brides even waiting to the last minute to send out their invitations because they don't know if they're going to have to reschedule their whole wedding. So that is definitely something that I'm keeping in mind as well. I am not letting it get the best of me. I am not going to let it stress me out because there's already so much you need to plan. And I kind of just think, you know, um, there's we can't plan for the future. We can only do what we can right now. And then, you know, when the future comes and roadblocks happen, then we can deal with them then. So that's kind of my take on it. So we have our venue, my dress, the photographer, the videographer. And the next thing I'm going to be looking at is booking our hotel room for the night of and blocking out hotel rooms for our guests because I do think there might be a couple um, of his family and my family that might want to stay the night before or the night after. Um, it is within good driving distance if families decided to drive home the night of, um, so we did want to be respectful of that, but I think we will be good. Um, we're also going to be looking at invitation suites. I know that we really only need invites because we're not doing save the dates. Um, we just kind of figured it didn't really apply to us. We just didn't, we kind of thought that was a place in our budget we could cut. Um, and we also know if we would ever have to change the date, we don't want to send out save the dates and then we have to change our wedding date. So that is just another way that if you're an upcoming bride, maybe think about cutting out save the dates because I mean, they're super cute and it's a great way to use your engagement photos, but I just think it's not really necessary. In my opinion, um, we are going to still be doing an engagement shoot, which I am very excited about. Um, we figured it's the only time in our lives where we're going to be able to get pictures of us at this age and just do a fun photo shoot that's just us two and... Um, get to, you know, take photos at a fun location and get to know our photographers a little bit better before our wedding because I would hate to just get there and not know anything about them and want to chat with them, but I'm busy getting my makeup done and things like that, so I'm very excited to get the chance to shoot with them. Hopefully in, I think, January or February, we will be um, doing a photo shoot with them just because we wanted to wait a little bit later um so we can um have better weather i don't know if it's going to be like too cold in january and um and or december in california because we will have to go all the way back to california to get those photos done which is fine because it's only five hours so i'm exaggerating <laughs> i could be on the east coast having to do all this so i'm very blessed to be living close to california while planning my wedding and I think that's kind of all the updates for right now. I'm also looking at colors for bridesmaids dresses. I'm getting a few swatches in. It's very hard to choose. I'm trying to kind of base some of the main colors of the wedding on our bridesmaids dresses. So that's why I'm picking them so early and it's just like, I can't find the right shade of pink or nude or champagne that I'm looking for. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that I find the perfect shade of champagne or pink or whatever I choose for the wedding. And um, I'm trying to think, I think that's it. So 
yeah, thank you for listening to my little rant about the wedding. I hope that you enjoyed it. I know that I have been consuming a ton of wedding podcasts. And let me actually pull up my most recent podcasts for that and I'll share it with you just in case. I know that my demographic is a little young, but I know that there are some 20 to 26 year olds in um, my demographic. And so I have been listening to Betch's Brides, which is hilarious. <laughs> they um, are just so good at answering some of the hard questions when getting married, like how do I say no to my future mother-in-law or should I really change my last name to his last name? Because I know a lot of women nowadays are kind of just like, you know what? No, I actually like my last name and I don't need to be identified by your last name. <laughs> so they gave their whole take on that. And I really loved that. Um, I also love the Wedding Planning Podcast. Um, it's literally just called Wedding Planning Podcast um, by Kara Lamarto. Lamarto. I'm totally butchering her last name, but close enough. Um, and those are two that I really love. I think those are the ones that I have found are the most helpful. Um, I'm also listening to a couple like wedding podcasts like that are more related to your relationship. So if you're looking for more relationship advice podcasts, um, I love, um, the Naked Marriage podcast with Dave and Ashley Willis and the Pre-Marriage podcast with Dave and Ashley. They actually just launched that. Um, these are faith-based podcasts because I am a Christian and that is something that I really value. And also the Fierce Marriage podcast is another amazing resource. So even if you um, don't identify with a certain faith, these can be a great podcast to listen to anyways because some of them cover topics that are more just explained in like more higher you know terms rather than just being like no you shouldn't you know sign a prenup or yes you should sign a prenup some of them those podcasts go over things like that and it'll give you kind of just a second opinion or some ideas on what maybe you should be talking about during your engagement um so those are just a few of my favorite wedding podcasts right now and I should probably get in to the actual topic that I was planning on talking about today. I wasn't planning on making this podcast super long um, because it is a solo podcast and I have been working on my solo episodes. I It's very weird to talk to yourself for 30 minutes alone in your room. <laughs> so um, I did want to talk about balance today. So I don't know if I have mentioned that earlier, but balance is something that I have been really working on in my own life these past few months, and I am nowhere near done in my journey of finding balance. <laughs> I just wanted to share with you guys kind of where I'm at, what sparked me finding out that I needed to work on balance as well as what are maybe some of my goals or things that have been helping me along the way. So I'm going to take a quick break to get a sip of water and then we'll get started. Okay, so to talk about balance, I think it is important to disclaim that there is no such thing as a perfect balance. I think in life there are going to be ebbs and flows of certain, you know, 
of certain things in your life. So you might be super busy with your business right now, but at times you might be really pouring into your relationships or your friendships. And you also might be really busy with your full-time job as well. And I think that that is important to recognize when, um, when talking about balance, there's never going to be an equal balance. There's never going to be, you know, a perfect schedule that will help you accomplish things exactly in time every single day. I just don't think it's possible. I think every day is different. And that is something that I have needed to recognize in the last few months. And it's still hard for me to comprehend because I am very, you know, task orientated. I like seeing exactly what I need to get done hour by hour. And that's just what I like. But I've needed to realize some days I am not going to check off every single thing in my checklist and I'm not going to accomplish every single thing I wanted to accomplish and that is okay. And that is another reason why I love being engaged and why I love having a fiance is he is there to help remind me that you know, you can't accomplish everything in one day. Sometimes you just need to let certain things go and pick it back up tomorrow and realize tomorrow is a new day and I'm going to be able to accomplish more tomorrow. So I think that when I was in college, I only had to really focus on school. I had school and I had my relationship. And when you're in school, you know that you have a task's to do like you have your homework and I'm able to plan it out over the week and I get it done by its deadline and that's kind of it. <laughs> and I did have my business and I did work that into my schedule, but I was only really balancing two things. I was just kind of like, you know, I worked on my business when I wanted to and I did my school when it needed to get done and that was it. But now I have my business. I have, I'm planning a wedding. I have my full-time job. I have my, my relationship. I am trying to <laughs> keep afloat, obviously, because we're getting married. And I have friendships. And I just think that is five things that I didn't have a little while ago. Of course, I had my fiance, but I mean, you know, and I just feel like that I there's so much more to balance. And I've really found that like, I get easily overwhelmed. I am someone who overthinks all the time. I want to get everything done in one day. I know that sometimes I even have trouble sleeping when I don't get all my tasks done or I have trouble finding rest and finding peace when I don't have all my tasks done. So, you know, recognizing that was probably the first thing that really helped me steer more towards finding an even balance between my life and my business and so take a look at your life and say, what are the, categorize your tasks into like groups. So, you know, I have my business tasks, my full-time job tasks, my wedding planning tasks, and my relationships. Those are four categories and that way you can kind of look at things in a bigger picture. It is so easy to get overwhelmed when you're looking at things in smaller little bits and pieces. And I think that one thing I was told when I was younger is girls' brains are like spaghetti and guys' brains are like waffles. And I was like, what the heck? Like, what? Like, and when I got to know my fiance a little bit better, I realized 
it is literally true. Like I can think about 9 million things at once. I'm constantly, you know, I'm laying in bed and I'm planning how I am going to wake up and make my coffee. But I'm also reminding myself that I need to get an oil change because I haven't gotten that done since April. And I'm like, okay, I was exaggerating, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, He, on the other hand, he thinks about one thing and one thing only at a time. And I'm just like, how? Like, how? Like, I know he's able to, like, multitask because I've watched him watch baseball and football at the same time, (laughs) but I know that he is way better at compartmentalizing than I am. I can't just go, okay, I'm working my full-time job right now. I'm only going to think about my full-time job and what I need to get done in this eight hours that I have in front of me. Instead, I'm thinking, okay, I need to get this, 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 and this done. And then I also need to get this, this, and this done for the wedding. And, oh, don't forget to call your mom. And, oh, don't forget to text so-and-so because they're going to forget in in case you don't remember. And, you know, there's just so many things that I'm thinking about at once. So realizing that girls think differently than guys is huge because it can be very hard in your relationships to relate to one another. And guys just don't understand that not all of them. I'm generalizing, which is not something you should do, but some guys just don't understand the way women think. And that's what makes us different. And that is totally fine. And that is what helps men and women and girls have friendships and guys have friendships because we can all understand one another another, and we relate on different levels. So um, compartmentalizing is another thing that I have been trying to work on. And one analogy that I really like to use aside from the waffles and spaghetti, because that was just a whole nother thing. Um, I think of doors. I think of rooms and doors and it doesn't always work. Sometimes it helps me. Um, but during the day I will, if I'm working at my job, I will open up my job door and I will walk in and I'll close it. And the only thing that is in that room is my job tasks. And I work on those tasks. I get as many done as I can. I mark as many off as I can. And then when it's five o'clock or five thirty recently, um, I open the door and I exit and then I close the door. And that is just something that mentally helps me move from one category to the next. And so I think that having a way to remind yourself, okay, I am not going to be thinking about anything else right now other than what category I am in or what room I am in. And it might sound crazy and some of you might be sitting in your car or walking around going, oh my god, this girl is a psychopath (laughs) and she is um, thinking about rooms and she's putting herself in rooms in her head. But I promise it's what works for me and I'm just here to share with you what works for me. And So the biggest part of this is at the end of the night when I'm laying, I put my head on the pillow and I am trying to wind down and go to sleep, I close my doors. So I will walk over to my my job door and I close the door and I, you could lock it if you want, I guess. I didn't, I've never locked it, but, um, and then I go over to my relationship store and I close the door and then I go over to my business store and I close the door and doing that mentally is my way of just putting to rest my brain. And I just go, 
okay, it's the end of the day. We have completed as many tasks as we can. It's kind of like when your phone shuts down to update and you're like, okay, like I can't do anything with my phone right now because it's updating and the screen is black. And that is how I try to look at my brain at the end of the day. Um, because ultimately I think, oh, if I just had one more hour, I could have finished that task. Or if I just worked a little bit faster, I could have shipped out those orders in time. But it's like, no, you can't think of it that way. Once the hour is up or once the task you're, you clock out, it's, it's over and it's not worth thinking about anymore. So I think that that is probably the third thing I suggest is realizing that when the day is done, there is nothing else that you can do to change the way your day went. So, and it's, it's just kind of like moving on from the past. Like people say this all the time, but you can't change the past. And it's so true. You can't change anything that happened in the past. You can only change moving forward. And I know that what some people like to do too, is they look at when they lay their head to go to bed or they lay their head, they lay their head down (laughs) to go to bed. They think to themselves, what was one thing I did good today? What was one thing that I could have done better today? And how am I going to change and make tomorrow better? You can generalize it a little bit more and say, what was one thing that went well today? What was one thing that could have gone better? And what is one thing I'm going to do tomorrow that is going to make my day better? Um, I think that that is a great way to check in with yourself every single night or every single evening so you can see your progress and journal it if you have to. I think journaling is great and it is so helpful, especially for processing your thoughts and ideas and emotions. I know if you can't already tell, I'm a verbal processor. I got that from my dad. My mom is probably a little bit more of an internal processor. She might write things down. She likes to communicate in written words instead of verbally. But if I ever have anything on my chest that I need to get out, I call my boyfriend or he's not my boyfriend, my fiance, (laughs) or I call my mom or I call my future mother-in-law and I'm like, hey, I am struggling with this right now. I just need somebody to talk to. Can I talk to you? And, you know, that is just such a great way and realizing your own processing form, format, whatever, you know, your own processing process, if that's too redundant, um, is just a great thing to do. And I think that's a really good self-awareness tactic to use. Um, and it's going to help you in your relationships in the long run because my fiance is a great communicator and we're thankfully both calm majors. So we are very aware in communication and sometimes he does better communicating to me over writing something down or when he texts me or he's a really great listener. So maybe he just knows that he is communicating best when he is listening to me and then re reiterating what I had said to him. So I know that he listened and things like that. So if you know the way that you communicate or the way that you process information, don't be afraid to share that with people that are close to you in your life because it's only going to help you in the long run. So finding balance, I have found that obviously looking back on your day is something that is really going to help as well. 
Moving on from that, I think that giving yourself grace and giving yourself time to adjust to these new practices is really important because even with working out, even with physical activity, I am looking for the next day results. We all are. Everyone that's the whole, you know, health industry as a whole get instant results and it's never going to be instant. results are never instant. And if they're telling you that they are, they're probably lying. (laughs) Um, so just know that there, it's going to take, it's going to be a process. It's going to take you a little while and you're never going to find a perfect balance. And I think accepting that is something that is huge. And I mean, I know that there are definitely daily routines that you can do that will help you find a better balance, but I don't think it's ever going to be perfect because different things in your life are going to take different priority over one another. Like in my life a year ago, I wasn't engaged, so I wasn't planning a wedding. So I didn't have to balance planning a wedding with even a job at the time because sure, I had an internship, but it was nowhere near as stressful as my job is today. So, um, and later in life, you're going to be different things. Maybe your business right now isn't full time and you don't have to prioritize it as much as you might have to a year from now because you will be working full time or you will be spending more time on your content or more time creating your product in general. So just realizing that life has different seasons and life has different chapters and that is okay. And being prepared for those new chapters and being prepared for those new seasons is something that is going to be just so great for you to do. And and I'm kind of just brain dumping because I didn't write tons of notes. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of like wraps up my thoughts on finding balance. I, I know that, you know, there are so many other things that we could talk about. I mean, we could go into finding balance in your relationships because there are times when you are doing work and you come home at the end of the day and you realize you are not, you know, putting enough time and energy into your relationships and maybe you need to, you know, balance things out a little bit better whereas maybe you're spending too much time with somebody and you've realized that has been having a negative effect on your on your personality or on your mental health. So being able to audit your relationships in a positive way, not a negative way, um and just say, "Okay, like I see that I'm spending so much time with Sarah and she's just honestly not all that great to be around and she's kind of negative and I've noticed that every time we're done hanging out, she's just, you know, I feel exhausted and it's like, you know what, that's okay. Those are valid feelings and your your feelings are always valid and I don't want you to ever be around people or (laughs) listen to people who make your feelings feel invalid because um, there's always, you know, something to be said about your feelings. And um, so I think that, you know, being able to, to look at yourself and be like, 
okay, how do I feel today? And what is making me feel that way is a great way to also find balance. And at the end of the day, do things that make you happy. Like if you are spending so much time at your nine to five job and it is not making you happy, find a way to be more productive at work so you can get done and with your work and you don't have to spend so much time worrying about what I'm doing every single day or what you're doing every single day. And if you really love working on your business, find ways to get your other daily tasks done faster so you can work on your business longer because that's what ultimately makes you happy. I think that, you know, I have found that I really do enjoy working out. So I have found a schedule that works within my week that I'm able to go three days a week and work out with my fiance and I don't think about anything else besides getting my workout done and that is just a time for me to clear my head and to just you know spend time with him as well as work on my physical health and it's been great for me so definitely I know quarantine and you know this time at home has been hard on a lot of people um so if you can just get a friend or get a family member and go out for a walk or if you have a dog I hope that you've been taking your dog on walks even though you're in quarantine or letting them run around the backyard I think that when I was in the midst of quarantine I had no clue how much physical um you know, the toll it was taking on me and I wasn't waking up and going to on walks every evening or I wasn't going out because I was just indoors so much. So I think that we're at a place now where we can safely, you know, go outside, obviously go on walks. If you're comfortable enough going into the gym, I just highly encourage it because that is just something that is going to help you and your mental health so much. And it's really going to help bring that balance and that routine into your life. Um, I think the word routine is something that I didn't even use in this podcast, but that is something that can really help with your balance as well. Coming up with a daily routine, that is just something that, you know, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect every day. Some days you're going to wake up at 7.30 and some days you're going to wake up at 9. Um, But giving yourself grace within your daily routine is going to be huge. And I think that is kind of my closing thought for you guys. I think having grace with yourself and realizing we all have faults. None of us are perfect. None of us are ever going to have a perfect balance of tasks and categories in our life. And that is perfectly okay. So I hope this episode encouraged you. I hope it wasn't overwhelming for you at all. I know that I didn't really have a specific flow of the topics I wanted to talk about. I kind of get overwhelmed when I go to record an episode and I think that I need to have it perfectly laid out and perfectly thought out for you guys. Um, And I'm trying to give myself, like I said, a little bit more grace and just talk with you guys candidly and have a candid um, conversation about how my life is and my encouragement for you this week. Um, So yeah, Um, I do have a featured guest next week. Um, She is such a little ray of sunshine. I can't wait to have her on the podcast. And um, uh, so keep an eye out for that next week. Um, I'll be recording it, I think, this Friday. And I also have... um, 
started doing couples YouTube videos with my fiance. So you can look us up on YouTube if I talked about him so much. And we do talk about our wedding planning and fun Arizona lifestyle um, things that we do. So it is Lo, L-O, um, and Kate, K-A-I-T on YouTube. And you guys can check us out and get to know us a little bit better. And you can, as always, follow our podcast Instagram, which is at Podcast on Instagram. And I post quotes from the episodes as well as some of the reviews that we get in. And I hope that I am able to build a community of young entrepreneurs to encourage one another. Um, in their journey. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and have a great rest of your week. Bye.